Alright, we are live. My name is Dave. This is the Atomic Geek Dumb Podcast, Geek Out Edition. Joining me tonight is the live show mainstay, Matt. Oh. And uh, a first-timer, Tom. Hey! Uh, we'll, we'll get him indoctrinated pretty quick. So, uh, I say, Tom, who's that? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. So we'll we'll get him back in the swing of things, and uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna move through some news and headlines pretty quickly because a majority of this conversation I'm gonna leave and dedicate to the DCEU because some pretty awesome stuff happened this week if you've been watching TV and trailers and stuff like that. So we're gonna dedicate some time to the DCEU, which is I say legitimately kicking off uh, their cinematic universe in about a month. Uh, I say mm-hmm. I say legitimately because I don't count Man of Steel as the kickoff because it was just Man of Steel, but it is part of their 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 universe. But anyway, I digress and I digest. So let's uh, let's get some headlines out of the way, react, but we'll we'll try to keep it moving pretty quick. Also, I have some fun things that we can do at the end. We can try some games. We haven't done geek out games in a while, so um, we'll uh, we'll try some stuff. See how it goes. All right. Right on. Yeah. All right, so uh, this this thing called the the I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say it. The big game happened this past weekend. Some football was played between two teams, and one team became victorious. Congratulations to that team of football players. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, but what was more important to some of us, like me, who was stuck staring at their computer during the entire game, because we got a bevy of trailers this weekend. All brand new trailers. We got the new Bourne movie. Uh, that looked fantastic, actually. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. Bourne fan. I like the first movie, but this one looked good. Uh, I'm My into wife it. makes me laugh. My wife has read all the books, but she does not want to watch the movies because she's not a Matt Damon fan. And I'm like, you've read all the books. Why wouldn't you? I didn't even know there were books. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah. If I'm keeping it 100, as the kids say. Uh, okay. All right. Um... So the Born one uh, doesn't we don't talk too much Born, so I'm gonna gloss over that. It looked cool, I'll say that much. Uh, what else did we get? Uh, we got two commercials for Turkish Airlines that promotes traveling to Gotham City and Metropolis. Uh, very cool. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. Um, the Captain America Civil War Super Bowl spot. Oh, I mean big game spot. Uh, yes. That was that was cool. Nothing new. Uh, I know Matt and Justin were worried that we'd get Spider Man, but uh, we were we were saved. Well, the only thing new yeah, is it I expanded. Think... It expanded out, and you saw Ant Man in the lineup because you hadn't seen him before. You yeah. saw him, but we all knew he was there. And right, I mean, this all, time you actually saw him. All you really got was oh, his that new costume. Looks bad though. It's the helmet. The helmet looks terrible. Yeah. I don't know why they had to add the sharp, jagged edges, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I like the original one better. Yeah. The the original costume looked great. I don't know why they needed to touch it, but they have to do that, I guess, with every single one of them. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, not much there. Uh, You know, really, in that trailer, you didn't get much new, I should say. So, you know, we got got a while till that movie comes out. Uh, We got a bigger, deeper trailer for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, which kind of showed and proved what we already knew about the plot, but it also gave us a, a nice monster roar at the end with something coming up over the house. My theory, I'm intrigued by this, 
my theory for all you Cloverfield freaks out there like me, like JD, and like Jenny, uh, my theory is that this movie ends just when the first Cloverfield movie ends. We're not going to get the monster, but that's the attack in the background is the big atomic blast of them trying to destroy it, or nuclear blast yep. trying to destroy the monster. And that's the end of that movie. Whether that we get to see more after that happens with this new movie in their setting, who knows? But something's going on. It's cool. I'm going to see it. It comes out next month, barely, like three weeks maybe. So, uh, John Goodman looks looks hardcore in this movie. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. did you see Cloverfield, Tom? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's in some way connected to Cloverfield. We don't know how or why, or but uh, I'll, I'm the I'm in. Um, Jungle Book fans, we got our first look at the live action Jungle Book trailer, and uh, we got a little bit of vocal action from Baloo, but not not anybody else really. So we got to hear Baloo uh, talk. Got a little bit, of, got a little bit of Bagheera in there, but yeah. I was going to say the trailer I saw had, uh, had the snake talking and had the. Uh, King Louie talking and but it was real quick it was real quick or maybe that was the first teaser thing I'm talking I saw a full-size trailer for this movie did you guys not see that I only I think maybe I saw it, it wasn't during the maybe it wasn't during the the football game but oh um I don't know I only saw the one and again I was busy posting so maybe I didn't see the whole thing maybe I missed we're the big we're big Disney fans around here so my daughter you know Probably has been on point with it and tipped me to it. So, yeah, I think I've seen the one you're talking about, Matt. Yeah, yeah. It's got quite a bit of talking in it. The kid talks, the bear talks, uh, the bear blue talks. I mean, you get a lot of Bill Murray. There's a joke in it about hibernating. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's the one I posted. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw it during the game. So, Um, A bigger one was the uh, Ninja Turtles trailer uh, for Out of the Shadows. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Uh, I can hear, hear the Matt's voice with the ah. Yeah. No, I, I thought he was excited for it. Um, I am. It looks good. Yeah, and Krang looks cute. He looks adorable. Well, according to Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got your first look at Krang and the Ectodrome. Technodrome. Technodrome. Excuse me. I was combining Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> the Technodrome floating in the sky. Uh, looks looks pretty sweet. I don't know. I, I think it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, what I think it looks great. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Um. Yeah, I. I don't know. I've been excited for a while since since they cast Casey Jones and knowing who Casey Jones is and being a fan of Casey Jones, and Stephen Amell. I was all for it. So uh, I'm not a huge Megan Fox fan as far as her acting. She looks great, but yeah, uh, you know, whatever. And then Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> well, I don't know. They look all right. I mean, they look good. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. And then Baxter Stockman. It's a it's a a cornucopia of original Ninja Turtle members. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Uh, we also got a longer Independence Day trailer, which made it look, I think, a little more exciting. Yeah, the the one. opening of it, the opening of it was amazing, with the planes coming across the stadium, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the ships coming behind it. I thought that was really cool looking. Yeah, and it looks like you know the first movie they they attacked monuments, and this movie we're throwing monuments on top of people. 
Yeah. Uh, sure, I guess. And Jeff Goldblum is still punning, so. Ugh. <laughs> uh, my favorite trailer, though, and I think Matt is likely to disagree, was the X-Men Apocalypse trailer. I loved it because of one reason and one reason only, Olivia Munn as Psylocke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, you have a fan in the chat room, Kyle Krause. Hey, how about it, Kyle? <laughs> uh, he's excited that Tom is back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Matt does not like the look of this movie so far, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it mostly because it, Apocalypse looks like the bad guy from Power Rangers? No, he I don't doesn't. agree with That's that. I don't doesn't. agree he with that. Yeah. Like that at, no, no. I think the. I think the X team's costumes look bad. Like they're they're back to all black. And not only that, if you look at like their um, their that there's a big standee that's being yeah. put in theaters right now. It just gives you a full on day shot. They look cheap, is what they look. And um, I think uh, what's her name that uh, Sansa Stark there that's playing Jean Grey. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of her line readings aren't very good. Um, I wonder if I it's think, her her American accent is getting in the way. Yeah, I and I also think uh, what's her name J Law there. Who? Just Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay. She's not even in this movie. It's it's ridiculous. Like, why is she leading the X Men and why is she not blue? It looks more like Jennifer Lawrence being. Uh, all hey guys, let me get more FaceTime than the rest of the X Men, which <laughs> I think is a little bit silly to write a movie about the X Men based around Jennifer Lawrence rather than based around something that actually serves the character. Uh, maybe, maybe Sophie Turner plays Jean Grey, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't think her. I, she throws me off a little bit. Other okay. than that, like I think uh, Oscar Isaac is doing a good job. From you know the thirty seconds we've seen of him as and heard of him as Apocalypse, he sounds really good. He looks really good, and there's some really cool shots in there for sure. I just the the aesthetic of the film is off to me, especially since it's the it takes place in the '80s. They should look ridiculous. If there's ever a time period to set somebody to look ridiculous, it's the '80s. I think they look so. out of costume. They look very '80s, like especially you know Jubilee is supposed to be more '90s, I think. But well, uh, yeah, the rest of them looked pretty '80s, <laughs> like out of costume, in their normal clothes. Right, but I mean, if, my point is, why can't they have? Colorful X Men costumes. I mean, yeah, like, you, Deadpool you, looks like Deadpool. Are you looking Ant for like? Are you like looking for the the yellow and blues? Yeah, I mean they did it in first class. They might as well still be doing it rather than having those cheap looking black leather things. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll point out because Kyle pointed it out. So far, we we did only hear Jean Grey speak three lines, so we'll give her more credit. But yeah, you're right. So far, yeah. it's kind of kind of weak. But, um, yeah. all right, so those are the trailers. Yeah, from the, honestly, the yellow and blues would be cool. I'm just saying. Uh, I'll just go I back. I the future past a lot. I'm, I'm looking forward to Apocalypse. I hope it's good. Just I don't think any trailers have shown me a movie this is Days of Future Past. <laughs> yeah. I, 
Uh, Kyle thinks, or the chat room thinks that uh, they're trying to tie it into the first X Men, the, the the very first X Men, which would make sense as we're getting closer to that time. I, yeah, but I also think it's silly since their last movie just established that we're going down an entirely different timeline. But they might still go towards the the black leather costumes, regardless of what happened. You know, um, maybe I think they're just trying to connect it towards we're getting closer to that time period type of thing. Uh, I will say she said she had a lot of control over what the costume looked like. Olivia Munn's Psylocke costume, on point, yeah, perfect. She oh yeah, looks when she like she should. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. When she cut through the car, I actually marked out. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I I'm, I'm wondering if I she's gonna whatever. as long as the movie's good i'm not gonna care yeah, as much right. i just i want the movie to be good i just think that you know the the aesthetic is a little weird but like i said oscar isaac looks good and the action beats look good i'm just waiting for somebody to show me that the story is going to be just as good i'm wondering if she's going to speak with her british accent i know she did some like twitter q a over the weekend and i didn't get to catch it but uh if she has a british accent like Betsy Braddock is supposed to. Right. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I'm hoping she, they don't kill her. Like, cause she's, she's one of the horsemen. I hope she gets to live and we get more of her in future movies. Cause mm-hmm. I would love to see her in the X-Force movie or cause she did post that Instagram thing where she's doing all her, her sword moves and then right. That pans over and yeah. Ryan Reynolds is standing there with a balloon sword. I think the horsemen are great. I think Psylocke, uh, <laughs> Archangel and um, Magneto and Storm. Storm, all, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting choice for the Horsemen. I'll say that much. Indeed. Yeah. And Magneto makes sense. I get what they're doing there. Storm uh, is a little weird to me, but I'm interested to see how that turns around. Is my right. main point there. She had a dark past. Yeah. She had a dark past, so that could yeah, work. Yeah. Uh, Psylocke whatever i mean that's fine well they all did really i mean it makes sense with that but i'm kind of with you it's an interesting choice and i'll see what happens because yeah it's not true to the story but i'm okay with it see where it goes i would have been i would have been stoked if somehow gambit became death like in the books uh-huh. <laughs> but the, <laughs> you and me both that's too much to do so soon <laughs> so well and i had read there was rumors that they were casting a character for calabac but i don't know if that's happening now Oh, I don't know. Because Calabac was a horseman for a moment. Right. I I doubt it. They already have. I mean, Singer has said repeatedly he's throwing as many mutants in there as he can. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we just... <laughs> I don't want another X-Men United or uh, The Last Stand. I mean, uh, it's just... Uh, it, was, it was bad. It was just... I'm really okay bad. with more mutants appearing as long as they don't try to give them all storylines. Like, I think a a mutant battle and they're all cameos is actually really, really awesome. And that's right. And part this is the reason I'm okay with Fox. I mean, think about how many mutants there are. Think about, you know, just the X-Men. And if you take just the X-Men and try to shoehorn them into the, you know, everybody goes, Oh, why don't the X-Men go back to Marvel? It, Cause you would never ever service them all at that yeah. point. I think they're a lot better served being in their own movies at Fox than they are because you don't shoehorned. Yeah. In, Marvel. in the movies, you don't need Wolverine and beast and storm to be in the Avengers. Like you do in the books. Like no. you just, you, you just don't you just keep them separate. Right. And the, maybe someday in the right, future we can get a, them. we can get a combined thing where we have the Avengers versus X-Men. That'd be great. 
Right. All right. So that's the, that's the big game and all the trailers that came out of that. Uh, head over to the website, timeofgeekdom.com, and you can see all the trailers. They're all posted there. Also posted is a preview. Uh, Walking Dead returns this Sunday. And our yes. very our very own reporter, Walking Dead expert, Jenny, put up a, a good column that introduces everybody to Negan, a, co- uh, a character we're going to get introduced to very quickly on this half of the season of Walking Dead. So... You guys can enjoy that. Also, we're welcoming a new writer uh, slash expert to the website, Jason. Uh, not to be confused with the other Jason. <laughs> this Jason will probably be around more often than the other Jason was. Mm. Uh, he is our our tabletop expert, board games. He's gonna do some board game reviews. We're gonna do we're gonna get him on the podcast for an episode, do an interview with him, and talk <laughs> about board games. And uh, yeah, because gaming board games are are huge right now. So tabletop was necessary for sure Hmm. all right uh let's see here let's move on to okay so deadpool let's talk deadpool deadpool came out today was its official release uh yeah (laughs) i was just talking about this earlier i don't have a problem with it it's just something i'm really curious about like if you look at all the this my question was just and again, it's not something I have a problem with. My question was, why do we uh, advertise movies as coming out on Fridays? Like, I can't think of the last movie that came out on a Friday. I was trying to do it, but I couldn't do it because, you know, all of Deadpool's advertising says Friday, March 12th. And it's like people started seeing Deadpool at 7 p.m. tonight. Deadpool's release date is Thursday, March 11th. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's March, February 11th, you know, February 11th. I don't know. Like, the... It's not a it's not a problem. It's right. Just, I think it's a little silly. <laughs> I mean, technically, I've been seeing movies on Thursdays for years because, nobody, like, nobody likes a bragger, Dave. Nobody likes a bragger. I'm not bragging. Anybody could have done it. It's <laughs> it comes out at midnight, the night of Thursday, going into Friday. It happened all the time. Uh, I guess you know midnight counts as, but now they've pushed it ahead to seven o'clock. Right. <laughs> that happened roughly around the time of like the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight uh, Rises type of thing. They're gonna do that for the you know the advanced ticket sales. They're just making yeah. more bank off of that. That's all it is. The, the actual release date is tomorrow. Yeah. But these advanced ticket sales, I don't I, I don't know if it's gonna count as under the table or if it's gonna add to the opening weekend gross, but. They're oh, going to make their money off of it, it and that's why they're doing it. Yeah, it counts as the first weekend. So yeah. so the more they can get in, I mean, just, just imagine it's going to all move even further. Then y'all, you'll have opening day Wednesday night. It's going to come. Yeah, probably. Uh, wh- oh, yeah, I want to say one thing. This this podcast is partially brought to you by, not officially, but we're going we're gonna to plug it because it helps everybody. Uh, Satchel. It's an app, S-A-T-C-H-E-L. It's an app you can use to stream podcasts on any type of phone that you have, Android or iPhone, you know, iOS. You can use it, and you can download all kinds of uh, podcasts. We're on there. Two Broke Geeks is on there. Uh, what's kind of cool is you can you know you support local stores, local artists, local bands, that kind of stuff. You could support local podcasts. It narrows it down to the location of the podcast. So that's kind of cool. So Satchel, download that. Help those guys out. Uh, they made a nice app, and it looks cool. And it's, you know, a lot of guys with Android don't have the podcast feature that the phone, the iPhone has, where it's real easy to find them through iTunes. So 
Uh, this is an alternative for that, and it keeps it nice and neat, nice and clean. It's a good-looking app, and uh, we'll continue to promote that because it helps people to get uh, all the quality podcasts that they want. All right, so back to Deadpool. Um, I saw it last week. Now I am bragging. Yes, you oh, are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was fantastic. I'm sure both of you are going to see it probably this weekend or very I'm soon. Yeah, you going tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a good movie. Again, I express... Uh, emphatically do not take your children to this movie. There is plenty of gory violence, plenty of uh, graphic uh, language and adult language and adult content. There's a five to seven minute sex montage. So <laughs> you get a lot of Ryan Reynolds, butt in this movie. Uh, so yeah, just be warned, you know, you know who your kids are, but at the same time, let's 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 let them be kids for a little longer. How about that, huh? Keep their innocence for a little longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Uh, no matter how much they beg you to see Deadpool, make them wait. Like our parents made us wait for certain movies. So just say no. Anyway, yeah. uh, so Ryan Reynolds is already big, devoted to making another Deadpool movie. He wants to push for X Force as well. He's making it a, a, a priority. Uh, the studio is moving ahead already with production of a sequel, um, which I'm all for too. I, I totally get it. Oh, I should say that the movie is heavily get X-Men universe. So yeah. they, they don't ignore it at all. They don't hide from it. It's, it's right up in the front. This is an X-Men movie essentially. Uh, other than having the stupid weird X-Men beginning that they always used to have, you know, where they go through the cerebro door. You guys remember that mm-hmm. a little video montage yeah, yeah. with Professor Xavier talking over it? It doesn't do that, of course. Yep. But I'll, I'll give this away. It's not a spoiler. There's a moment when Colossus is talking to Deadpool and he says, I want to take you to meet Xavier. And Deadpool says, which one, McAvoy or Stewart? That's awesome. <laughs> Flat out calls it out. And there's some good there's some good moments in there. It's it's great. Uh, I don't need to tell, I don't need to sell this movie. You guys are all going to go see it. So uh, but what yeah. we're yep. What we're talking about is Tim Miller, the director, is looking like he's going to come back. Uh, the writers, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, uh, also might be coming back. Those are the guys that also wrote Zombieland. So you know that they're funny. Mm-hmm. They're good guys. Um, uh, let's see here. What was the other one? Uh, the, the writers, those same guys I was talking about, are quoted as saying this about X-Force or other characters being in the, the Deadpool sequel. Uh, yes, absolutely. I think those characters who are near and dear to Deadpool's fans, hearts, and characters we would like to explore down the line if we're so fortunate to have sequels. Cable is one that we absolutely will visit if we're allowed to keep moving forward with multiple movies. We've always wanted to honor the fans first, so the fans' favorite characters that mean a lot to them, we will take a long, hard look at moving forward. So there you go. For everybody that wants Cable and Deadpool, uh you're pretty much almost guaranteed you're going to get it eventually. Yeah. Sweet. So there you go. Anything else? Any questions you have for me for Deadpool? No. That I can non-spoilery answer before you? Okay. No, uh, I don't know anything more. <laughs> perfect. That's what I like to hear. Uh, Star Wars. is Making almost, I think it might have passed $2 billion already. Episode 7. Episode 8 has reportedly started filming. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, it has to. It's coming out in like a year and a half. 
Did I read that you posted that it got or two years? Back? Yeah, it's coming. It, they pushed it. Yeah, let's look. Yeah. I should cover that too. I forgot that in my notes. Uh, yes, we we talked about it already. Star Wars Episode Eight got moved from May to December, uh, twenty seventeen. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, so they bumped. I mean, yeah, moving it to December is. I mean, why not? Right. It was actually scheduled to come out the same day as Spielberg's Ready Player One adaptation, which we kind of projected and predicted on this show that that's going to get moved as well. And it did. It got moved to the spring, I think. So Ready Player One got bumped a little bit, which kind of sucks because I want to see that movie, but this gives them time to get it right. And uh, it's still going to be a good movie, I think. And then, you know, we get Christmas time for Star Wars because they're going to that's their day. I mean, nobody's going to compete with them. It's Christmas, it's Star Wars, nobody's competing with them. No matter how badly right. Alvin and the Chipmunks wants to try. Yeah, go ahead. Bring it. Bring it. I, you know, no offense to these studios. Well, you know, December will always be the Chipmunks time because you cannot compete <laughs> with Christmas, Christmas time. Oh. <laughs> time for toys. And I gotta stop now, otherwise I'm probably breaking some copyright law. Yeah, you probably. Oh, yeah. I want you to, dude. Gotta get the hula hoop. Where are you? Me, I want the hula hoop. Send, send, <laughs> send all your karaoke email to Matt. Yes. <laughs> all Atomic right. Ge- Atomic Geekdom Idol, right here. That's right. That's right. Right. Text. Six six that six six. My, that was my wonderful yeah. attempt at being a chipmunk. If, if you want to keep Matt, dial one eight hundred. All right, some uh, some some news uh, regarding the Star Trek TV show that they're doing on CBS. Uh, they've hired Brian Fuller as the showrunner, and I believe that will make a a certain Matt happy who loved Hannibal. I believe he was running well, Hannibal. It, does but I, I don't want to encourage cbs's behavior on this <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean because it's not going to be a television show it's going to be a subscription service only show and what they're essentially doing is using star trek as a bait on a hook to get you to sign up for the cbs service to get you to pay yeah if you're not going to watch any other CBS show, which I'm not going to, except for maybe Supergirl. But even then, I'd be paying to watch only two shows. And I'm mostly afraid that this is going to be, uh, well, afraid slash, I, I guess it would depend on how it works. I don't want every channel to have a ridiculously expensive subscription service. Yeah. But on the same hand, but on the other hand, I hate my dish or when i had cable i wasn't super fond of that either right because then i had uh, a thousand channels and i only watch 10 you know what i mean so on one hand i don't want to encourage every channel in the world to have subscription services by having cbs go pay eight dollars a month to watch one show and then have the other 10 i'd be still paying 80 dollars a month at that point to get you know the 10 channels i watch which i suppose would be fine except for that's a lot for only you know a, f- a handful of shows on top of my netflix and my hulu right i don't get it like you can watch your fox shows your nbc your abc shows currently if you have like a cable provider you can watch them whenever you want on their app uh right. you know but if you don't have the cable provider, you can go to the websites and I think you can still watch them the next day with commercials and stuff. 
but CBS makes it so no, you can't touch our content. If you want missed it live and don't have DVR, pay for it. And that's I think that's I think it's wrong. Right. Like <laughs> I can like right now like I didn't watch I I had it on in the background, but I didn't actually watch Legends of Tomorrow tonight. I had other things going on. For my twelve dollar a month Hulu subscription, I can watch it tomorrow, commercial free. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I get where CBS is coming from in a business sense. Like, they, like, uh, they will get my money directly. They won't have to license anything to Hulu and go through all those channels. But it's also like, well, how much longer until, I mean, HBO already does it. You have to sign up for H, you know, HBO and Showtime already do it. You have to sign up for special subscription services to watch their shows if you don't get HBO and Showtime. So my point is, like, everybody's cutting cable and cutting DirecTV and Dish and everything, expecting to save money. But the direction we're going, you're going to end up paying the same amount of money anyway to get every subscription service you're going to have to sign up for. Like, I really want to see this new Star Trek series, but I don't want to give CBS eight or $10 a month to get CBS's app so that I can watch Star Trek and have that be, you know, I'll be paying $10 a month to watch Star Trek. Right. <laughs> so I'm happy Brian Fuller is in charge of that. And especially since he worked on other Star Trek shows in the past. Yeah. It's just like, you know they're pushing my they're pushing my boundaries and my my <laughs> comfort level in terms of how I spend my money. All right, you're right. You're right. I agree. I'm excited for Star Trek, but you, I totally forgot. You're right that it's part of their CBS All Access thing. Yeah, it's and... it's weird. Like I wish it was coming on TV because I love Star Trek and I think Star Trek belongs on TV. Yeah, like, and and you know you're I gonna get that... you're gonna get a new set of characters, a new story because they're not gonna do the old <clears throat> stuff. They're gonna start new. No. It, Oh, yeah, I know. They're going to start all new and have, like, a whole new place to go. So after this whole rant, I'm probably going to end up paying for CBS's <laughs> service. I was going to say I the same it. thing. I, I was waiting for I you. I was going to say, yeah, you're going to pay. You'll pay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I'm <laughs> happy about it. But all right. I, yeah. I want to see my hot alien chicks. I'm going to pay. All right. Yeah. All right, we got to keep rolling here, boys. Uh, we got about half show left, and we want to get to some some good content here. Uh, cat, casting news for AMC's Preacher uh, comic book movie or comic book show, excuse me. Jackie Earl Haley, who's familiar to Watchmen fans everywhere, he was uh, Warshak. He yeah, will be taking. Yeah, he's going to take the recurring role of Odin Quincannon, who is the bad guy. Uh, he is described as a small, decrepit man with the unscrupulous iron will ne- necessary to be the most powerful man in Anvil County, Texas. The chief Anvil County just sounds like such a hardcore place to live. <laughs> the chief employer in town, Odin, runs Quinn Cannon Meat and Power, a 125-year-old family-run cattle slaughterhouse business. Good grief! Uh, that man right there. Yeah, it's a grown man. <laughs> Uh, Jackie Earl was also he also played Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, yes, reboot thing. Uh, also, I just saw this. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched it. I never did, and maybe I should. But uh, Jared Padalecki is set to reprise his role on the Gilmore Girls Netflix reunion thing. So good job, Jared. Hmm. Holding down multiple jobs. 
But Jared, we... come on, two broke geeks. I keep tweeting you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're gonna I'm be... sure he's listening. I just been... Yeah, he's probably in the chat room as guest. He probably is. <laughs> he probably is. Uh, hey, yeah, right? Uh, and you're going to have me on that show, right? If he comes on? Totally. Okay, good. 100%. Um, we're going to dive into the DCEU now. And as I do so, we are in talks to have somebody who works on the flash come on our show, not a cast member, but still somebody important. So stay tuned for that announcement when that becomes official. Uh, somebody who works very closely to the faces of the flash. So there's a little hint for you guys. Um, I want to do a game real quick, a little game. It's kind of name that it's named that tune ish. So I have I have a particular comic book character in mind. I'm going to list. I'm going to tell you how many abilities he has, and you get to bid on how many I name before you can guess who it is. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, to decide who goes first, I'm going to choose alphabetically, and Matt goes first. So um, this character has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve powers or abilities um okay so now you have to kind of bid back and forth how many of those do i have to list before you can name it uh let me do this uh, let me do let me do this okay. first you can pick actually let's let's let we're gonna we're, we're doing this game on the fly i'm creating it on the fly <laughs> uh you can choose between two characters okay one mm-hmm. marvel one dc so Matt, you can choose. So, wait, I have to pick if it's DC or Marvel. You choose which category. It's like choosing a category. Which one do you want, Marvel oh, or DC? Oh, uh, Marvel. Marvel. I'll go with my weaker point. <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah. Great strategy there, Matt. Great strategy. I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I like a challenge. Like I know I don't know Marvel as well, <laughs> and I don't care. I'll take the challenge. All right, all right. Um, let me pull up my Marvel one because I was only prepared for DC. So we'll do the DC one at the end of the show, and Tom will go first. Uh, okay. Gotta, so gotta have some game show music going on right now. That's I was waiting for you to do that, but okay. So the Marvel okay. character, the Marvel character has six powers listed. How many powers can you name that character in? I don't know. Am well, I supposed to just make an assumption. This is this is a that? game. This is a game where bluffing helps, because <laughs> if you say five and Tom has no idea, he could say name it, and then I'll say the I'll say the five, and maybe those five will clue you in on who this person is. All right, four. Four. All right, Tom. I will say three. You're gonna say three now. Now, Matt, you can either go two or you can tell him to name it. Two. To, oh, all right. Ooh, I'm gonna have to say name it because I can't go below two. All right, now, I I will give you some clues. Not they're not gonna be very good clues. They're gonna be like where, when this person was created. All right. Are we just supposed okay. to shout out? Shout out the answer? Well, no, no. It's all on Matt now because you told him oh, to name it. Okay. You told him to name it. So, yeah, okay. uh, this character was created in 1986. It's a Marvel character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Boy, I don't know how much. Well, see, I thought you were listing power. I'm going to. I'm going to. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to see how much I can give you, so you kind of have a little bit of an idea going in, you know. Um. Okay. I can. I think giving you the creator would be okay. Okay. Uh, there's two creators. There's actually four, but I'll name two of them. Uh, Chris Claremont and Rob Liefeld are the creators of this character. Now, now here are the two char- Here are the two powers. Okay. Okay. Telepathy, and technopathy. <laughs> Cable. You got it. Ah. Oh. Tom, would you have gotten that? Yes, I would have. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. All right. Before we either dead when you said Rob Liefeld, it was I was like, okay, well, Rob Liefeld is Deadpool and Cable, and then you said Chris Claremont, and I'm like, that rules Deadpool out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, guys, if you're listening and you think this is a cool idea, let us know at Atomic Geekdom at Two BG Pod at Skids underscore World. If we if you want to keep us doing this, we'll do every geek out. We'll do two two characters between my my guest hosts, and uh, we'll do it that way. And I think it's a cool idea. I don't know about you guys, but we'll do the other one right away, right now. So Tom, you pretty awesome. Matt got it without even any powers. He just got like the writers. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. Play against Matt. I need somebody else. Like I need JD. I can't. Play against <laughs> well, that's not fair. JD doesn't know much about comics. See, there you go. <laughs> that's cheating. All right. One more. Here we go. This starts with Tom, Tom now, and this is a DC character. Okay. Okay. All right. This character was created. Uh, let's see. In 1955, this is the problem you run into with DC. They're all really old. Uh, all right. So 1955. Um, you know what? If it's not obvious, I will give you their first appearance in the book. Because if it's like a self-titled book, I can't do that. Okay. Uh, so they're you're you're, at with, you're on board with that, Matt? Yes. Okay. Uh, his first his or her first appearance is in Detective Comics. And they were created by, and now see this, this part scares me because I can't see if you're typing away on their keyboards or not. Created by Joseph Samickson and Joseph Serta. I can't type that anyway because you can't pronounce it. Right. Yeah, that's not going to help you at all. All right. (laughs) Uh, You get 13 powers. How many powers would it take for you to name this character? Holy crap. 13. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. St- I'm gonna have to start at six because I have no six. Nineteen fifty-five. Detective Comics. Yeah, I mean, I could also give you team affiliations too, if you think that. No, no, no. no okay. All right, so you're starting with six, Tom. Tom? Six. Yeah. I'm gonna start with six. That's a that's a bold bid. <laughs> All right. It's on to you, Matt. What do you got? Four. <laughs> All right. Oh, crap. I'll go down to three. Oh, boy. Hmm. You said they have 13 powers? <laughs> 13 right? power slash abilities, yep. Wow. And Tom's down to three, huh? Yeah. This. Yeah, three is a, is a low bar. I mean... Trying to think. 
<laughs> top, I don't think top. he can go lower than that. I don't think. All right, you want to tell him to name it? Yeah. All right, time. You ready? All right, let's go. Okay, so this first bullet sounds like it's more than one, but it's considered one ability. So you're, you're kind of getting away with one here. Okay. Superhuman strength, speed, durability, and endurance is listed as one thing. Got it. Regenerative regenerative healing factor flight darn it I know the answer to this one. Oh, alright if he gets it wrong I'll let you guess but you don't get any well, you get the win either way all of way. a sudden it just dawned on me I'm, er, I think alright Tom what do you got mm. well, I, mean, I don't want to take too long no, you don't. That's why I'm rushing you. <laughs> uh, the regenerative is what's got me. Uh, it got you, huh? Yeah. Right Reg- in the feels. Regener- regenerative healing, regenerative healing, flight, then superhuman strength, speed, durability, and endurance. Endurance comes into play a lot in comic books. Indeed. With the ladies. I don't know. I'm going to take a shot in the dark right here. All right, he's shooting. He's shooting. Everybody duck. Let me go with Lobo. You're wrong. Matt, what do you think it is? Wonder Woman. Wrong. Oh. All right. Wonder Woman was earlier. Shoot. All right, so here it is. I'm going to... 55 part. I'm going to keep keep listing the powers, and if you know it, just blurt it out. Okay. All right, so we've got the superhuman strength, speed, durability, endurance, regenerative healing, flight... Invulnerability, intangibility, phasing, invisibility. Got it. <laughs> I was hoping you'd get it before I got down to Martian vision. <laughs> the intangibility yeah. is what got me. Yeah, the phasing part is, I mean, phasing and then shapeshifting was coming up next. So, yeah. Uh, all right. What do you guys think? Is that a cool game? He was he was introduced yeah. that early? Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was part of the society. Right. I forgot uh, Wonder Woman was earlier. That's why I said Wonder Woman. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, we're right. one and one, Matt. I like it. Yeah. There, there you go. All right. It's a good game. I like that one. Okay. I well, like we'll keep doing it then. And I'll try to keep them relevant. And then we'll, you know, when I have experts on like you two, we'll try to go deep, deep cuts. So. Whoa. Oh, we're not experts. I'm no. not experts. Too late. You're already considered an expert. I wrote it down in my notebook, which I don't have in front of me at all. And I'm completely lying. So let's move on. Um, Damn it. Okay, so one bit of rumor slash news is that the Flash movie is getting moved up an entire week. So instead of, instead of March 23rd, it's going to come out March 16th. Again, that's a rumor. They're not official yet. That's the Ezra. It's just on the side for fan people out there, my daughter, my 17-year-old, was excited when I told her that Ezra Miller was going to play Flash. What does she like him Shh. from? She, well, she loves him from what he's been in. And she's like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. All right. Well, I hope so. She also likes Twilight. so. Well, but uh, she watches, no, she I watches the know. Flash show. And she oh, said, okay. you know, Ezra Miller is going to be, she loves him. So she just she's excited about that. Gotcha, gotcha. All I right. only know him from being in Trainwreck. So yeah, that's really all. That, I can't see him as being. <laughs> yeah, he's really bizarre in that movie. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another piece of news, returning to the Flash this this season, uh, coming back to Central City, is the Pied Piper. Uh, Andy Myantis is the actor's name. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how to pronounce that, but he'll be back in episode 17, and I like that character, so I'm, I'm all for yeah. it. He was uh, good. 
uh, you had to assume, you know, any of the rogues that weren't killed are going to be back. So I want to see Captain Boomerang back. Uh, not bloody likely. I really don't think he got enough love for, you know, just that little bit of an episode. All right, let's talk about it. So this week, we'll we'll get into it, Tom, I promise. We have 15 minutes left. This week, we got an episode of The Flash called Welcome to Earth 2. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me get on my, uh, let me jump on the Atomic Geekdom soapbox here for a second. Uh, I had the most fun live tweeting that episode, and you can follow us at Atomic Geekdom. Uh, He doesn't do it as often, but you can still follow him at 2BGPod. Uh, is Matt mm-hmm. on Twitter uh, live tweeting? We do it for almost every show that we can. Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, um, Legends of Tomorrow. If I'm not working, I can make that work. Like tonight, I was able to work. Uh, so uh, you know, we we try to do as much as we can. This week's episode of The Flash was the most fun I've ever had live tweeting, and it was the most fun I've ever had watching a television program in my life. It was, it was so good. And what made it good is not just all the deep cut comic book references that were everywhere in that episode. So many so that I'm sure we've all missed them and need to go back a couple times to watch it. But the fact that there was such a good story involved and that there were they had they gave you the feels. I mean, they killed Joe in the first time they go to Earth 2. So you got to see Joe die, essentially. Uh not to mention the, the the clever pun of making Deadshot a bad shot. Genius. Yeah. That was, <clears throat> I, I, I think I texted you and I was like, it's amazing how they're playing it. Let's address the, the, the 3000 Justice League elephant in the room, the, the speed dial thing. You guys both saw it. Yes. Uh, Barry and Iris's phone, which only dials six numbers, <laughs> uh, can't dial anybody else. Uh, has a speed dial setting for dad, which is Joe, mom and dad, which you assume is both both of Barry's parents, and then you which get was a great, which was a great part of the episode too, where he got emotional. Yeah. I, I like that. I love that part of the episode. Getting to hear his mom's yeah. voice again and yeah. talking about how he sent them on a he sent them tickets to go to Atlantis. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> and that was the, that was the one reference where I didn't even get. Until I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, oh he's not talking about the water park. <laughs> or the city of Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but okay. So under those, you also have the names Bruce, Hal, and Diana. You also had the name oh. Eddie, um, which, you know, there's speculation. It doesn't really matter. It could be Eddie Thawne, and maybe he still was a cop there, and maybe he actually was Iris's partner this time. You don't know. You know, yeah. maybe they're close friends. Maybe he's still alive. Maybe he's Zoom. Just saying. Um, but, yeah, the Bruce, Diana, Hal thing. Barry is not a hero on this planet. Let's remember that. Right. And there's probably a good likelihood that neither are those names. I think those are just, uh, hey, comic book fans, check it out type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I don't. I still thought it was awesome. It's it's still fantastic. And then we can talk real quickly about the images in the time tunnel. We'll call it or the yeah. the not the time tunnel, the breach tunnel. Uh, they first jump through. The first three images you get are of John Wesley's ship as the Flash. Amazing. Yeah. Love. Yeah, oh. it's fantastic. I'm sorry. It's the second image. The first image is what I think looks like a African American arrow. Could to me, it, it look like Diggle? Could it be Diggle? Maybe. Mm, I thought it was Connor Hawk. It could be Connor Hawk because that's confirmed to be on, being on Legends oh, of Tomorrow. Well played, 
Legends of Tomorrow has confirmed that Connor Hawk will be in an episode uh, called Star City 2047, I think it's the episode title. And then we also... Then they also confirmed that Stephen Amell is going to be as an older version of a goatee, a goatee sported, uh, or not goatee, a facial hair. Only be the only time he's going to wear it. Well, it's not, it's not just the facial hair. It's also, he's missing an arm. Right. Um, so that's also cool. Uh, so yeah, then you got, uh, Supergirl as well showed up in the, in the breach tunnel. I actually marked out because I had read that there was talk of doing the crossover. Then there was, you know, it was canceled and I was back on, but seeing that, yeah, that means it's real. Yeah, we talked about it, me and Matt, I think. Or no, Matt, you weren't there. Uh, Jenny and I talked about it last week. And, yeah, it's happening. It's uh, episode, or March 28th episode, I believe. Uh, something like that, 23rd maybe. Um, but it's, it's happening. He's he's filming it now. They've showed pictures of both of them in costume together. So they're they're filming it right now. Uh, and then there's a second set of pic- images as they... They crashed down into Earth too. You got to see Grodd again. Yep. Yep. Very uh, angry Grodd. Very angry Grodd, probably in Gorilla his his newly formed Gorilla City. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also got to see our first image of uh, Jonah Hex. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a look at a Legion of Superheroes. Um, what do they call it? Flight ring. Yeah, see, I didn't know what that was. Remember, I texted you. I was like, what was the last image? Yeah, and now I'll admit. I, could, I just couldn't make it out when it went by. I'll admit, I saw the first three perfectly, and maybe I was tweeting, but I missed the, the second set. I didn't see those live, so hmm. I had to go back and watch to catch them, and I'm glad I did. Um, What else is great in that episode? I mean, there's so much great in that episode. We can't just focus on the one episode, even though, you know, Killer Frost has to live and come to Earth 1. Let's just put that out there right now. She has to be brought over, right? Mm. No? Huh? Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't be upset if she didn't. Yeah. Okay. We've already seen Flash versus Killer Frost, so. Yeah, yeah. And then. But we haven't seen Firestorm versus Killer Frost. I think what Dave's saying is she has to. You can't kill her. She's got no. to be able to, to still exist. Yeah, right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the new Batman v Superman trailer, too, before I go into my question for both of you. Uh, looked freaking great. Yep. Uh, I said it this morning before I knew that the trailer was coming out that I didn't need another trailer. I kind of didn't want another trailer. The movie comes out in a month. We can wait a month. You know, I don't yep. want to see any more. I don't. I want to be. Just come out today. This morning, yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I haven't watched it then. Oh, all right. Well, spoilers. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, you, that's fine. I'm still gonna watch it. You get some heavy Arkham style Batman fighting, and it yeah. is the best. I don't. I don't know if you agree, Matt, or not, but. The fight sequence. I only watched, I, uh, I've only seen it once. I watched it on my phone at work. So did I. Really good. Yeah, yeah, I did too. And I watched uh, a breakdown of it from another YouTube channel. I watched a very brief one. So it, it's yeah. the choreography and the fight sequence. This, I mean, it has to be maybe the first time we see Batman in the movie because he's also talking to Alfred at the same time, mm-hmm. and they're kind of coordinating back and forth through an earpiece. Uh, you get to hear Wonder Woman speak for the first time or Diana speak. Um, no more images of doomsday in this one. Uh, you got to see <laughs> Clark and Lois kind of getting it on in a bathtub. What? Yeah. There's going to be some sexy time. I think Matt put it on Twitter. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, you got to see the uh, the Omega symbol that we saw from a picture on Empire magazine. And parademons. And parademons. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you also got to see Superman catch a bullet or a rocket type style bullet, which I'm assuming might lead to kryptonite gas being sprayed out, a la Dark Knight Returns, with oh, yeah. with Oliver's arrow. That that happened there. Also. You get to see Batman stop a punch from Superman in his armor. Yeah, that I didn't freak out as much about. I enjoyed it. (laughs) For all the Superman guys that are on me, oh, you kill Batman right away. And just seeing that made me smile a little. Because it's true, but... You're making me want to go watch it right now. You'll watch it as soon as we're done with this show. I know you will. Yeah, you should. All right. Jenny's probably sitting there going, mm, "That wouldn't happen." I'm gonna, I'm gonna present this to you after I say one more thing. When I was watching last week's Legends of Tomorrow, uh, last night I watched it. I noticed something that when they scroll the the name of the city that they're they're entering or the time as well, uh, they scroll through a couple names before it lands on the one that they're on. I, I slowed it down and it said like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cairo, Arkham City. <laughs> I, I marked out. <laughs> I marked out when they scrolled through Arkham City. I was like, oh. So I just wanted to mention that. Okay. So what I, There's countless references on that show. Yeah. They're, and again, they're all over the place. They don't necessarily have to lead anywhere. It's just it's just there. I'm uh, loving it. Yep. I'm yeah. loving it. Okay. So what I'm positing to you guys, they've established a multiversity, right? I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show exists with Supergirl, which we've now realized is another Earth. Fine. Yeah. It's well, But it. To me, it's still the Earth. That she's actually connected to the Cinema Earth because they've done a lot on that show. I disagree. Super connected. I disagree because the Cinema World, Superman hasn't faced. Superman hasn't faced the same people in because Superman's faced people that he hasn't faced in the movie. So it's not connected. No, but they keep referencing them. I don't know if uh, she's referencing Superman. (laughs) That's all she's referencing. I, I yeah I can agree I agree Maybe, you got you got to just the multiverse the multiverse yeah. we talked about this the multiverse complex sounds amazing well what what I'm getting to and I want to see if you guys disagree or agree in the last couple of minutes that we have here um, they've established this multi multiverse so we have Supergirl on this one Earth and then on Earth mm-hmm. quote unquote Prime we have Arrow Legends of Tomorrow and and Flash yeah, we're calling, are we calling it Prime why not Earth Earth One Earth whatever. One. Uh, you know, uh, to 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 Harry Wells, his Earth is Earth One. He he would right. say, um, yeah. But what I'm what I'm asking now, does that mean? And I already know the answer. This is kind of a rhetorical question, or just I want to see what you guys say. Does that open up the licensing for all the other characters? Can we get a Bruce Wayne on Arrow? Could we get a Clark Kent on Supergirl? Like not just through instant no. messaging. What do you guys think? No. Like DC's th- made it pretty DC's made it pretty clear that that's not a thing that's going to happen. Like they've made it very obvious that they take characters away from the TV programs that they have other plans for. It's why there is no more Deadshot on Arrow. It's why there's no more Deathstroke on Arrow. Um, that's a recent one that's a recent one though deathstroke yeah that's that's very recent but 
they Amanda Waller no more boomerang on on TV anymore. They they go all right. We have these characters that are going to appear in these set things. The only one that it seems to be different for, and I can't figure out why, is Flash. Yeah. Um, he's, so far, he's the only he's the only one in character that could make all of this work. Right, except they're going with a different act. It, it, that, the whole Flash thing's a little yeah. weird to me. But other than yeah, that, DC and Warner Brothers do seem to have a rule of these are our characters for these specific um, iterations of things. Yeah, I, that's that was going to be my point. Is the answer is no? They're never going to allow it because, like, like what you said, they killed Waller recently on Arrow. Deadshot's gone. He's not mm-hmm. coming back. Uh, Boomerang, you won't likely see again. The way we got to see Deadshot was perfect. I loved it, and I hope we get to do more things like that to get some of these people to come back because they're great. I, I think mm-hmm. that was a, that was like a little kind of. I think that was like a playful jab. Sure. Like, oh, here, he's right here. Yeah. yeah, and he's not Deadshot. He's terrible. Right, and he's a cop, right. and yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, but how, you know, are they gonna eventually make it so that Captain Cold can't because he's gonna be a villain on the Flash movie? I don't know. We'll see. See, I doubt again, it. That's the, I, that's the weird one. Right. Like, they probably could have a, they probably would have more than one Captain Cold. And yeah. So, like and like I, I hate, said, that's the, yeah. <clears throat> All right. That, he, he's probably my favorite, my favorite character right now on Legends of Tomorrow. He, he's killing it. Um, I'll close on this. Legends of Tomorrow, if you don't realize it yet, you should. Sarah is the veteran and kind of the glue of that entire team. Just saying. Oh, yeah. She's the wild card because she's kind of like their their created character. They can do whatever they want with her. Exactly. She yeah. is. She doesn't have the backlog of history. Uh, Matt, two broke geeks. Where can they find you? Atomicgeekdom.com and uh, at two BG Pod. All right, and the latest episode uh, is coming next week, right? Yeah, we're gonna do one on Sunday, all about Deadpool. There we go. Tom, what's your what? Tom, at, uh, I don't even remember my at skids under skids underscore scored world. Yep. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> my yeah. crappy phone. You can see how long it's been since I've been there. Yikes. All right. Uh, thanks again for joining us on the podcast tonight. Uh, thanks for the chat room participation participation, excuse me, uh, from, mm-hmm. from Kyle, um, and everybody else that's in there. Nobody really spoke, but there are people in there listening. So there is that. Sweet. Um, all right, guys, that's our show this week. We will see you all again next week. Stay tuned. we got some interviews coming up on the podcast and some cool stuff coming. And uh, if more people had shown up in the chat room, I did have something to give away, so we'll save it for next week. Nice. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next Swag. week.